Welcome to episode number five of the Plaid Boys podcast. This is Jesse Burris, who hopefully will be done with school for the rest of his life in five months. This is Ben Burris. I'm about halfway through my education, got about five semesters left. Halfway through your education of your whole life? Yep, done learning. Two two decades? Yep. That's been a good run, but I'm ready to be done. And this is Colton Minion. And I am still yet to pass third grade. Shocking. Mm. <laughs> well, the Air Force let you in. They let you fix the plane still. So, yeah, that's right. That gives me confidence in our Air Force. No, I do have some college credits underneath my belt now. Very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was telling you guys before we started recording that tonight will probably be the first double date they've ever been on. My wife and I will be going out with another couple. But it brought back to mind how every time we go to a steakhouse, I never get a steak. And perhaps because growing up, my parents always made sure that our steaks were well done. And everyone always, everyone always says, Everyone always looks at me if I ask for something well done, like I have a third eye sticking on my forehead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've always assumed that if there's pink, it's dangerous. That was really? what we were led to believe. <laughs> yes. Really? Not, not in so many words, but like <laughs> yeah. by example. Go ahead. I was I was told the opposite. I was led to believe the opposite. That where the more pink, the better. Mm. I've, I've never eaten a steak with pink in it probably the first two decades of my life never once I always I always get my steak medium rare I order it medium rare at a steakhouse mm-hmm. hoping that they overcook it to medium why don't you just say medium because then they'll, they'll overcook, overcook it to, to medium, medium well, well. <laughs> yeah it depends on where I go if I'm like at Applebee's and I decide I need like the two for 20 steak I don't trust them to cook it medium rare i'm like go ahead and do it medium well i know it's going to end up well done but Mm -hmm. it'll it'll still be what i want but if i'm Mm -hmm. going someplace a little nicer i'll get it pretty rare Mm -hmm. once i won't name the person but once i went to fuddruckers and there they ask you how you want your hamburgers and the person i was with said medium (laughs) which a medium ground beef hamburger from fuddruckers is (laughs) Not, not what you, not what they meant. It's not what they really wanted. Was it really rare? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, rarer than you want your hamburger. It's it's weird because your burgers are cooked differently than your steak, or they cook differently because your steak you can ask for medium rare and then it'll continue cooking while it's mm-hmm. on the way to your table, and that's why I go with medium rare most of the time. Also, maybe I'm wrong in this, but I also just assume that like ground beef is lower quality. <laughs> like you can't quite trust it. <laughs> the same There's the reason they grind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, when you get into our episode, the episode topic of today is our, some of our beginning forays into social media, which my, my um, start happened when I was 14 years old. And I was at church camp. My parents never really wanted me to have a Facebook. This was before Snapchat. Instagram maybe had started. 
but Facebook was really the big thing. And I got one at church camp in a hotel room and my uh, mother <laughs> was not pleased with this development when I got home. I remember, I remember hearing about it because you like added them on Facebook mm-hmm. and my mom was like, Jeff, Jesse has a Facebook. And of course, very investigative Ben was, I was ready to hear about how you're going to get in trouble. I was like standing around waiting. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So mine, I guess I was about 14, 14, 15 ish, maybe around that age. And I had started with a Facebook because I wanted to connect with people, you know, but I was an idiot about it. So, so I would, I wouldn't, I would have my real name, but I wouldn't have my real face. So I flipped <laughs> it in and I believe that I like pulled some random Batman picture off of the internet and friended people. And then I don't think I've ever told this story out loud, but it got to the point where I, you could send messenger apps and that was mm-hmm. whenever they started there. But I didn't realize whenever you delete a message, it only deletes on your end. <laughs> so yes. I was flirting with someone and said something I didn't mean to say and I deleted it on my end but uh-huh. they still saw it and the next of day course. at school they came up to me and we're like <laughs> after that. And I was like oh no I oh, am no. messed up the dangers of social media struck quick yes. <laughs> yeah I think I got on Instagram not Instagram Facebook when I was 14, because you had gotten one at 14, mm-hmm. it was like, I remember it was a Sunday afternoon. I was like, can I get a Facebook? And I was like, I guess. So I got it. And then when we went to church that night, I made all the people there add me. It was a big deal to get a bunch of friends. And then whenever you turn 17, 18, you realize that most of these people, like you don't even talk to anymore and you do a Facebook splurge, like a and so then you just delete all these people. You mean purge? That's what I meant. <laughs> Splurge. 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 Yeah, I, I had one before I had a tablet or smartphone, though. So I have to use like the family laptop to hop on. That was not pleasant. Can you make I'm, one on somebody else's phone? On their computer. They took their, their computer. laptop to church camp. It was a church camp where we all stayed in hotel rooms and went to the church for the lessons i remember i got facebook i feel like i got instagram relatively shortly thereafter it was it was becoming bigger i don't know that wasn't as big of a moment it's kind of your break into it when it matters yeah 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 i also got instagram shortly after facebook but this was before they combined i believe weren't they Mm -hmm. two separate things yeah instagram was started in facebook bottom have Um, a fun fun-ish social media story it's kind of wild um I you know I was like 15 would go on the play store look for fresh games look Mm -hmm. look and see if there's any like trending apps um yeah and so I come across an app and I'm like this is number one on the play store Mm -hmm. let me let me download it well I I, it was like it may it may have been owned by Facebook, I can't remember, but I downloaded Tinder um, <laughs> at like 15. I like never made an account or anything, uh-huh. but it was like, 
you know, it was on on the top of the thing. It has a cool logo. I downloaded it. I like opened it up, and it's like pictures of people swinging by. It's like find your match. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I'm no. like panicking. I'm like, my parents already know what I have done. <laughs> They're on their way to my room right now. I like uninstalled it. Like put my tablet away for the day. Shame. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When I was, I would say probably age 12 to 15 or 16 I assumed everything I did on my cell phone my parents could see like they could just like see exactly what happened which now that technology does exist but I don't think it did really in 2012 2013. I just find it so fascinating that like my parents just kind of let me roam free which has its Mm -hmm. effects but I've seen it where it's just like super strict and I've seen parents like they know their children's every move and every time they swipe something or whatever they have, they can just like over control it. And so mm-hmm. it's kind of kind of weird. But yeah, yeah, I don't luckily I'm several probably like a <laughs> decade and a half away from having to worry about that. But there, I probably have a lot of wisdom to get, but letting our kids like <laughs> their own selves but also not allowing tricked about it they're just going to find ways to do it anyways mm-hmm. but it is important to uh take care of people that's right and yeah, cl- yeah closing your eyes and crossing your fingers is not the right answer mm-hmm. <laughs> all right we're getting very uh preachy here <laughs> philosophical yeah. Preachy. yes yeah so the dangers of social media oh no Mm-hmm. I don't know. Speaking of it. speaking of social media, go like the new Plaid Boys Instagram page. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. Colton has been hard at work building our platform. Mm-hmm. That's right. They are a sponsor. <laughs> yes, <laughs> they are sponsor. brought to you by the Plaid Boys Instagram page. <laughs> so yeah, go follow, like, and comment. How much? How much does it cost to run an like a really small ad on Instagram? You can do it for like ten dollars. You yeah. should run an ad. <laughs> see what see what t- c- turn back we get. Turnover. Yeah, on our, I don't know. On our um, our church has a Facebook page that we um put our services on for live stream, and um, it always tells me for for like four ninety nine you can reach one hundred and seven people with this ad. I don't know how. That's that's that something is. to consider. We don't need to, to debate this. Uh, on hot microphones right now but <laughs> just something to turn over in our minds do, yeah do we want to give money to the metaverse unrelated we'll be starting a gofundme uh for that <laughs> campaign yeah <laughs> patreon gofundme find us everywhere official t-shirts chris bought a it's... cricket chris bought a cr- or she didn't get one she got one for christmas a cricket the thing that can like cut out vinyl iron on stuff oh so maybe I we thought... could make some t-shirts I thought you were going to say a cricket jersey. And I was yeah. like, wow. Like, because uh, last, the one entrance we had into cricket was a youth group. I think all three of us were there. A nice, a very, a very nice young gentleman, very nice gentleman was trying to teach us cricket. And um, we weren't taking it very seriously. And he yelled at us for wasting his time away from his family. <laughs> and then he left. You guys not remember this? I was gone that week. Oh. I didn't get my school done, and I wasn't allowed to go to church. <laughs> the one time it ever happened, and I missed cricket. 
I don't think I was there. You probably would remember being yelled at. <laughs> this well, gentleman. He he really was being very nice to us, and we were we were just being teenagers. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it is. Yeah. Like, what teenagers are gonna listen to you talk about cricket? Why do we need cricket when we can play noodle hockey with Steve? <laughs> That's exactly. right. Yeah. Oh yeah. Speaking of noodle hockey, we're TBHL is probably gonna head its way over here to Delaware. Let's really mm, multiply in the works. Your boy sent it to the mind of the youth pastor over here. Mm-hmm. Colton's uh, sister here at Hayesville is a five-time defending champion of toilet bowl <laughs> hockey. We, I never even won that much. <laughs> I played. I played so hard. <laughs> I I cared so much about toilet brush hockey, and very little return on my. <laughs> investment it's we like we get a picture taken we have a wall of like champions and it's after if she wins one more time the entire wall will just be angelica pictures along with her various teammates <laughs> mostly her brothers yeah i mean i heard they were unstoppable yeah they bring an intensity that few care to match <laughs> yeah that few are just like meh but yeah they talk to me about it and they were like oh yeah it was so great it's so funny. If, you, like, if you don't know what we're talking about it's a game we play at church where you hit wiffle balls with toilet brushes into little kids soccer goals they aren't <laughs> used toilet brushes yes fresh new one clean is, one is used <laughs> only one has been used we don't tell you which nope. <laughs> sometimes you can tell <laughs> <laughs> all right let's uh wrap this up would you rather eat a totally raw steak or eat a piece of charcoal? <laughs> huh. Now that is a question. One of the, <laughs> the totally raw steak could kill you. The totally raw steak could kill you. Now, activated charcoal is something people eat. Yeah, charcoal for, probably for health kill benefit. You. Yeah, yeah, it might make you healthier if you have a tummy ache from eating the charcoal. <laughs> Challenging. Uh, I'd have. <laughs> I'd have to say. I'd have to say the charcoal. The charcoal. Okay. Okay, I do. But. I can't fathom it. <laughs> it's, a, it's just a briquette. No, I mean, yeah, no. even so, that's <laughs> very dry. It's, you know, it's, it's very sizable. dry going down. <laughs> Multiple bites. Well, how big a mistake? <laughs> oh, let's just the uh, eight ounce circle. Just a little eight ounce circle of raw steak, like nice steak. It's not like from the back of the Walmart freezer section. Mm. It's like you, you've you gone to a, a Longhorn Steakhouse and they just bring it out to eat raw. <laughs> you say, yeah, skip the grill, bring it here. Yeah. <laughs> just right out of your thing. I don't know. <laughs> so I looked up what would happen if you ate a thing of charcoal. Okay. It says when you take it by mouth, act activated charcoal can cause black stools 
whack tongue, vomiting, and vi- diarrhea. Okay. So then, not death though. No, 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 a totally raw steak. Is go ahead include salmonella or E. coli poisoning, and then um, it causes abdominal cramps, fever, and watery diarrhea. And then Water the diarrhea then spreads from your intestines to other parts of your body. Oh my. Eating a normal charcoal briquette is poisonous. Like oh, no. the grill. <laughs> they put stuff in it to make it burn better. So is it like <laughs> this is poisonous or you're gonna die because it's a raw steak? Okay. Let's say in both situations you pull through at the last possible second. You pull through. <laughs> Neither results in death, but both result in the ambulance shows up distress. and you're like, I'm okay. I can make it. <laughs> no, you, you're hospitalized for a short period of time, maybe. Oh, yeah. I mean, the charcoal will hospitalize you. I feel like if it's one bite of steak, I can make it through. But if you're going back for like bite five of raw steak, mm-hmm. unfathomable. It is, here it says you have, it is in most cases, it, it is safe to eat raw. As long as you sear the surface of the meat due to the incredible amounts of bacterial contamination on the outside. Incredible amounts. (laughs) Okay, it's. I'm going charcoal. Ben goes charcoal. Colton goes charcoal. Well, there's a charcoal. Because don't people ingest charcoal anyways? Like with just. Yes. Yeah, if you overdose. If you overdose on drugs. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go with charcoal. I think, yeah, I think the mental anguish I'd be going through as I was eating the raw steak would be worse. The charcoal would just be like the taste. Tremendous the mental taste. fortitude required. Yeah, I will try it tomorrow. Okay, really? <laughs> we, we need to actually make us follow through on these witchy rathers to make the stakes higher. Oh. No pun intended. <laughs> So next episode, we'll wow. see if Colton's alive. <laughs> oh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert, he won't be. <laughs> Righty, I think that wraps it up. All right. I think so. We'll see you next time.